Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minutes, the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can find me sometimes on the internet at NoClutchNate, but you know what? You should go check out TooOldMedia.com. And I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at OttenSam, and I'm also the host and one of the contributors to the Justice League Universe podcast, which is at JLU Podcast. All righty. And today on Minute 121, we're going to be talking about um, the Diana Prince going through all the files that uh, Bruce has cracked from Lex Luthor and then given back to her. So <laughs> without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, it started with her receiving the photograph and we... We ha- we've had a previous look at it in other minutes, and we saw it last week again. Um, but this minute, we get a more of a, a not more, but we get another in-depth look at it. As you know, just in case you haven't seen it already in this film, here's your chance to see it again and and to really soak in any details you might have missed. Like for those who didn't know, Steve Trevor was played by Chris Pine. <laughs> You know, I didn't even pay attention to it when this happened. Like last week, it showed, or when Bruce saw it at first, it like, I guess you could see it. And if you're really looking, you'd be I'm like, pretty oh, sure yeah, we ha- we had to tell you after the movie when we first yeah. saw it, and it was like, yeah. Nate, that was Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. <laughs> like, no, no, it wasn't. Like, was that that just looked like it was a guy that just looked like him? No, yeah, but hey, you know what? And I think it was it was I think it was like this third time or like. Once you see it enough, then you start to go, wait a minute, those people are all very different. Like, I know it's kind of like taken for granted now that we're like, oh, yeah, she met like Samir and Apache Chief uh, or Nappy, whatever his name is. And yeah. then you don't know what you and Bremer really is, but he's there. But like, I feel like now the more you look at it, the more you go, wait a minute, these people are all very distinct in the way they appear. Like, there's some character to them, you know, like. It's more than just oh, it's Wonder Woman with World War One soldiers. They're like You're these like guys they all have like a specialty. Yeah, it's more like you, like even just the more you stare at the photograph, the more you go, all right, those people are important. Like when that film comes around, um, like they've got to have some importance to them. They nobody looks that interesting without a backstory, unless it's a Star Wars film. But you know, <laughs> I mean, even then they have back history, background. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, Sam, what are your thoughts on the photograph here? Yeah, that was pretty much my reaction. The first time watching, uh, I saw Wonder Woman, I saw Steve Trevor, I did recognize him. But the multiple times after I saw the movie again and a few times more, I took in the full set of people and it was basically just like you were saying, Mark, where, wow, they, they are not a unified group of, you know, World War One soldiers all from the same hometown or something like that. It's like, no, these seem to be different characters from different backgrounds and stuff. And I was honestly, genuinely intrigued about that group. How did they get together? You could kind of tell from their face, like you were saying, that they all have a personality. And so to me, this was a really cool way to build excitement for the Wonder Woman movie. And it did for me personally, and I think it did like on a broader scale too, for people to be like, how did that group get together? What did they do? You know. So I, I thought just from one photograph, it really asked, it prompted a lot of questions. Yeah, it's like, in like, it's so people don't realize it but like representation and like well people it's like you can either say it too much where it seems oversaturated 
but at the same time, if people still don't understand, like representation matters in the sense of like when I saw Napi in this photograph, you know, this Native American, and you go, "What? There's gonna be like this badass Native American in this Wonder Woman film? Like, I need to know more about this guy. Like, I want to know about this guy." Um, and uh, yeah, you said you're it, like it intrigued you, and I remember you saying um, when Donald Justice came out, like. I guess you weren't too into it at the time, but like this movie just captivated you enough where you were like, all right, I want to know more about this film. And then it kind of snowballed there where like now this movie is really up there for you. Hmm. When you went to see Dawn of Justice and you saw like these Easter eggs, like these world building cameos and stuff, were you at the time, were you kind of just like, oh, like that's interesting. I wonder what that is. And then like you learn more about because it's like for for some people, they're like, oh, I'm coming in here like expecting this. But for people like you, maybe you're not expecting it. And does it work for you or, you know, can it like can it be too much? Yeah, it, I mean, this definitely wasn't too much. Like for me, I was just like pleasantly intrigued where the the story I thought for BVS was very complete and very deep, but it left these little things to follow up on later. Um, and for me, it was just the right amount of like, it didn't divert attention away. To me, it didn't divert too much attention away from the Batman Superman stuff that's going on right now. And it left a little bit of seeds that will like grow and sprout later, you know, like the next year. So for me, it was like just the right amount of, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to see a big Wonder Woman backstory here. I thought the way they teased it was just for me like perfect and i and it seemed to have paid off in terms of like building a lot of steam for the wonder woman movie like it was you know very widely reported that people were intrigued by wonder woman they wanted to see more of her um people that even on scientific ratings of bbs a lot of people rated wonder woman as like their favorite thing about the movie so her character and then also this photo i think it wasn't just me i think it was a lot of people that it built interest in that follow-up movie later Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely uh, I'm I'm in that same boat. Um, I now, you guys said that you know it's not strictly basing it. This is going into a little Wonder Woman minute, but hey, uh, just off of the photograph, you guys were saying like, how did this group come to be? Where did they come from? Whatever. Did we? I, I'm pretty sure that I only watched Wonder Woman one time in the theaters. Uh, I have it. I own it. Still in its plastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember. Was there like a, like like a Ocean's Eleven thing where it's like, Noppy, Apache warrior, scalping dudes, uh, this guy, specialist with a rifle? Like, do they do that kind of, you know, do they ever dossier about the group or is it just like? No, you're thinking of Suicide Squad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, do they do that or is it just like Steve Trevor's like, yo, this is just my, these are my, this is my crew, these are my guys. Yeah, and do he, we know where they all came from? He explains it. Nafi explains his backstory. I remember like them yeah. being drunk in a bar and him being like, "This guy came from here and he's." Yeah, doing this I think Charlie just... was the one that had more questions because he was he was like, Char "See, I really don't want to get Charlie." Too much. That was the dude from Chainspotting. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't want to get too much into it, but he's like the sh like what's weirdly like the most um, less the least talked about character, but has like the most deep seated issues, yeah. which is like the weirdest thing where they're like, Oh yeah, that's Charlie. By the way, that guy has PTSD and it's like, Oh, we're just going to like touch that and like leave it. So it's like, it's one mm -hmm. of those things where it's like they, they all, each one are just so interesting, but it's, 
It's a little, you know, we'll have oh, to get uh, it. Yeah, we'll that, again, I really want to talk more about them. But. Wonder Woman minute question. So <laughs> yeah. it, is, it. it is, though, uh, Steve, like Steve brings Diana, and then he's the one that pulls the team together because he knows them all from, like, past adventures and stuff. So the audience meets them one at a time through Steve because he's kind of putting them together for this mission. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they all have their, their little moment with, with uh, Diana to actually talk about their lives, which is... Just really good, uh, a really good way of doing character development. Um, this, um, oh, I guess we'll save it, but there's more stuff about the photograph, but we'll see it one day. Well, and that's one thing, too, that now, like, having seen Wonder Woman, and then now if you go back and watch BVS, you can read more into Diana's reaction here in this minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's, see, like, we saw Bruce look at the photo earlier, but that was Bruce's reaction to the photo. Now we're seeing Diana's reaction to the photo. And, like, for her, she has these multiple layers. Like, these are people that she went to war with and she was in danger with and she's lost some of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So she has that, like personal connection to them mm-hmm. but she's also reacting because she has been found out like she's not only been found out by lex but she's been found out by this bruce guy so when she like is looking at the photo you can see it on her face she's like oh no like what's gonna happen i need to scroll down because what is this bruce wayne guy gonna do now that he's found out my secret so like she's got a lot of layers going on here that was my question mm-hmm. I, did, I wasn't really picking up on all of her uh what was going on for the, all of the reactions that she was going through. And I didn't know. I mean, my main question was like, why is she so upset? Is it mainly because Bruce Wayne found out who she was? Did she already, was she already scared thinking? Not that he found out, but. Well, like, I mean, if she's already trying to steal that photograph from Lex Luthor, doesn't, shouldn't she be like, oh yeah, Lex knows who I am. Yeah, see, that I think that's what the thing we were arguing, because she says, I think he has a photograph of me. So I thought it was like she wasn't sure. Yeah. She was looking to see if he, she, like, she had heard word that he had the photograph, but she <laughs> wasn't sure. That I mean, like, in my mind, Lex got a tiara and, like, shipped it to her house and was like, hey, here you go. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. Um, but I think she wasn't sure. Because she hasn't seen this photograph in like a hundred yeah. years. I didn't even think about it like yeah. having the past relation, you know, like all those thoughts of one Steve coming about again after yeah. seeing that picture and all the other guys. That, you she know, is looking at this photograph for the yeah. first time in a hundred years. I didn't realize. This is like, yeah. That's a she, lot. Um, she might be looking at it for the first time ever because mm-hmm. the photographer took the photo, but then he probably went off and who knows when he processed it. You know, like he might have yeah. left and processed it somewhere out totally separately. So she might have known, like, I know that we posed for this photo, but I don't know what happened to that photographer. And then, but later she might be like, that photo might exist. And then she might have found out, like, Lex might have that photo. So That's like, weird. So now if she's like, now she's seeing, like, wow, here are these people, you know, some of whom are dead. And like, now yeah. I'm seeing a photo of them. But at the same time, my secret's out at, to at least two people, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in the whole midst of the, the, cel- the celebrating after what happened, uh, where she, where that photo was taken like the photo was one of many things that happened so she probably doesn't even remember the photo being taken or anything it was just one of those things where it's like hey we we saved this village there's a photo was taken but you know that uh, on top of everything else that happens in that night like mm-hmm. that photograph was not a big deal yeah and then she you has a hundred years to think about it though like well she has a hundred years to, to not think, to did that photo whatever happened to that photo that's some stress right there <laughs> i don't want to i don't think that. she even thinks about the photo until she's like wait do they have a photograph of me and maybe she doesn't maybe she doesn't even know it's this photograph so she wasn't even expecting 
her friends to be in the photo. Maybe it was like a more of a surveillance or some 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 I don't know some war photography photo. But um, you know, you just can't pinpoint that like oh it's this photo until you see it and then you remember everything that happened during that time. You know, and uh, yeah, there's just so many factors that come into play now because you're seeing all these characters again. Like she's seeing all these characters again mm-hmm. after a hundred years, and to and to be like you know where are they now like you know it's been a hundred years since since that day you know it's not like (laughs) yeah it's not like that yeah once that guy took the photo too you know it's not like he was like oh come back after you defeat Ares and grab your souvenir photo just (laughs) make sure you bring your ticket number (laughs) Uh, you know that's good that can't be the case there but yeah that 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 kind of it's not a face palm but it's like a what do you call that it's like it's like something you do when you have like a headache, but she's just kind of like, like, oh my God, like this photograph, mm-hmm. so many, so many layers that in, in, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to really captivate exactly what emotion is going on right now because it's, it could be anything. It could be, you know, the question now, like questions that could be going through her head, um, despite that is what other information does he have about me? Does he know about the mascara? Does he know about Aries? Does he know that those all exist out there and does he have information on them too you know like Mm. does he have information on my mother does he have information about um just the greek gods and all that and you know Mm. there's just so many things that you know when you see a a photograph of you from a hundred years ago like that someone has of you like who knows what what questions are going through your head i guess it's some sort of invasion of privacy on (laughs) on some level it's incredible. Um, now, I mean, now we don't think about it just because pictures are taken, like, you know, all whimsy style now. 2018. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, if someone, if you get tagged in a photo on, like, Facebook or whatever, it's not like you don't have this reaction. Oh, my God. What? Oh, no, I still yeah. have that reaction. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone takes a photo of me, I'm like, just destroy it. Just destroy it. There's no, no evidence. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> moving on. So, uh, yeah, it's like Alfred and when he's like, to destroy it, right? And it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do when I get my hands on it. <laughs> um, so here's the weird thing. 24 megabyte file that, uh, that um, Bruce Wayne sends to Wonder Woman. Um, what? It's 20, too big? It's too small. Too small. Too s- 24 megabytes he's, for like four look, videos? Look, yeah, it says file size, 24 megabytes, right? For a, a PDF photo. Or is it megabits? And four no, pictures? It's, it's megabytes. No, MB is megabytes. But it's capital. Both are capitalized, so it's megabytes. Megabytes. If, the little, if it was a little b, it's megabits. megabits. Yeah. But all that, like what the all the files, all the surveillance and stuff, all this footage... Like one video has to be twenty four, right? I don't. Does it show the actual like file size on the video? When it's, it's on playing? the attachment. It says, I mean, I understand. See, I don't know if Are you were running. Like, no, <laughs> it have to be. Did she unzip them? Use WinZip. I don't know. I don't want to get too much into like the like what actually would work, <laughs> but it's like it would be he would run the OS on his own private server, then give her access to that remote server, and then be like, all right, look at all this information that Lux has in his server that i stole from him but mm-hmm. it's like a he instead it's like an attachment like a 24 megabit video but it's yeah. like it's an actual full-blown web page with 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 so much data that she can look at and i was like 
why did we write 24 megabytes on that on that attachment like who wrote that (laughs) so it's probably just a mistake from whoever made that graphic for the movie but if you take it at face value that that's the actual size and it's not a mistake it could support the idea that we have on the justice league universe podcast which is that lex wanted bruce to steal that and he actually made special files for bruce to steal and bruce thought he was being all crafty and stuff uh, you guys, I know, have said you're, like, ambivalent on that. I think you said, like, you're not sure if Lex wanted him to or if, if Bruce, like, got it from him. Um, but it could be that, you know, if if this was Lex's real files of what he had on the metahumans, it would be a lot bigger. So maybe this is the 24 megabyte special batch that he made for Bruce. <laughs> Possibly. I, yeah, Check it out, though. I'm on that fence. When she opens up, like, and sees all of them. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Woman is just a... Oh, no, because that has her, like, security footage in it. Yeah, That thing's France. only 12 megabytes. Where the one that she watches that? in this minute is 32 megabytes. The other one... Another one is, oh. like, 505 megabytes, and then another one with some guy underwater is 214 megabytes. Cyborg has 500 megabytes? 500 megabytes. What? And it must be, like, all Star Labs, like, a complete stream of just... Star it's Labs. like, I mean, I assume it's probably like all of Silas Stone's, like every single data that he uploaded on everything. I mean, because in that video, he's got like cassettes like crazy. Yeah. We'll see Wonder later, Woman's but. is pretty accurate because it's like she's been such a hard thing to find that I can understand like only 12 megabits like, or it's megabytes. Like only a couple of, seconds of the ATM footage. And yeah. Stuff. And then like just the photo itself, yeah. like as high definition as you can get it to be as clear because it is a scanned copy of a photo from world war one so it's like that makes sense to me they were all created in 2015 so uh, like in the same I, month too they're all was that june 6 yeah and then stolen two days later <laughs> by the batman yeah, are, see lex they? made these files for bruce i think the um yeah it could yeah. be that lex has a really great way of compressing files or maybe bruce has a great way of compressing files to send these emails <laughs> was, was that from what's that show uh, Pied Piper, uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't that a thing. He was like making files. Oh, he was yeah, he, he, faster. Yeah, he made a compression software yeah, compression thing and all that stuff. Um, so maybe that's no. That's I th- I was. think the biggest clue in in saying that you know Lex Luthor wanted him to have it was the fact that Mercy Graves showed up in <laughs> front of him and was like, oh hey, what are you doing here? And like didn't <laughs> report it, didn't say anything like. Yeah, like I mean, she totally was like. I'm inclined to believe you guys. Yeah. I like to think Bruce is a better detective than that, but also, you know, blinded by hate and I think revenge. I the other big clue is like, Diana was invited to the party. Like, why was she invited? Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm. I think what pushed me over the edge is seeing the dates on these files here when they were uploaded and all that <laughs> stuff. So on, honestly, I think that was like, yeah, okay, if they were uploaded in June, uh, you know, six months later. Bruce is just going to steal him. Mm-hmm. So, so let's uh, let's get into this now. We've we Nate and I have already talked about the the whole theory of you know how these images come about and whatnot, and like the the logos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We have we have a argument for you know Lex not creating these um, mm-hmm. all except Cyborg. I think Cyborg was the only one where we were like, all right, Lex Luthor had to create that because even at this point, Victor doesn't have any idea of his his identity he doesn't even know who he is anymore he barely even knows he's alive true mm-hmm. so so but the other people you know wonder woman has a w on her yeah. she is wonder woman like it's not mm-hmm. even that on the file itself it says ww cyborgs cy flash fl aquaman mm-hmm. aq the dude already named him well i don't think he named them what do you mean i think well 
what, how else are you going to get WW from, you know, not just the symbol? It's like, oh, yeah, she's Wonder Woman. What are you going to do? The guy underwater in a trench. Uh, AQ. I guess that's Aquaman. Like, what do you mean? It's not like someone was looking at Flash and be like, yeah, that's a Flash. If you saw a dude running at lightning speed and, you know, you didn't know the Flash was a name, what would you call him? So the lightning Man. Here's what he did call him. He called him Red Streak. Like, in all the file names, he it's like file name Red Streak underscore 9201. Oh, that's what it says in this But one? it's like, but you named him FL yeah. in, in the subject. So why the name change? Or why didn't... You know, why didn't he put RS instead of FL? See, that's the weird thing. He's not even red, isn't he? I mean, like, the suit's red, but what if we saw his blue. What if Barry Allen wanted to be called Red Streak and Lex Luthor was like, you know what, you'd sound better if you were called The Flash. That would be a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> it, so for the Aquaman, uh, looking ahead to Justice League, I think they do, like, refer to Aquaman like it's kind of this legend kind of person oh, yeah. who comes around or whatever. Yeah. So it's possible that Lex did a lot of digging and not only got this footage, but he maybe also heard of those legends of like, oh, there's this guy that comes around. People call him Aquaman. So Lex might have just like picked that name up as well. The mm-hmm. Aquaman. Yeah, I think the villagers probably refer to him as the You think Aqu- Lex went to that village too? Like no. Like Bruce did? No? What do you mean? You when don't, you're, when you're that techie, you can do everything remote. You don't even yeah. have to go there. <laughs> so what, he probably like tapped into someone's cell phone that was sitting on the bar. Listen in. That's weird. Fishermen People have, can do that, right? Yeah. Fishermen have radios. Oh, Aquaman just saved me. He's got people all over the place. He can send whoever he wants out to do it for him if he needs someone at a physical location. So mm-hmm. he just, you know, hey, go out there. Yeah, I think my um, main problem is like underselling Lex Luthor. You can't. I know you Don't can't. Don't do it. Like, that's <laughs> how you fail. When you do that, that's how he wins. That's probably like the majority of the populace watching this movie. So, yeah. Hey, that's why our podcasts, plural, exist. Yeah, so for the most part, I'm going to take a guess because I can't confirm it, but going from top to bottom on all the files that uh, he has on the Flash, like the the highest one is the most recent, right? Or And then it like goes down history, right? I don't, when you uh, upload things, I mean, isn't like the first one you upload top and then like your most recent one is going to be on the bottom? That's yeah, well, no, the go. most recent one I think would be on top because as we go from red streak to red streak and we go up and up and up, then he finally calls one FL surveillance camera. As in, like, mm-hmm. all right, at this point, he's now identifying as the Flash instead of the red streak, which I think even in the Flash CW show, like, he started out as the streak or something. I think that's what Iris kept calling him. And then he was like, no, I, you know, I'm the Flash now. Like, I have the name. I think. That's what happened in the show, right? right? Like season two or something like that. Yeah, some I don't know. uh, I don't know. I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But good show though. You guys haven't watched it. Go watch it. Yeah, I think it was like the whole the streak and (laughs) yada yada yada. What did they call him in Smallville? Uh, Those last few episodes there, the Blur. That was another one. Yeah. Yeah, and that was Superman though. Wait, they called Superman the Superman the Blur at the end of Smallville. But I don't remember what they called the Flash. I'm pretty sure the Flash was just the Flash. Okay. I don't. You're asking the wrong guy because I don't watch Smallville. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> but it's been um, a hot minute. So yeah. So this is really this minute right here that we're talking about is really just Flash minute because that's the meta human that we really get. I mean, we got Wonder Woman. We talked a lot about Wonder Woman, but uh, from the files that she's going to be looking through, this is the Flash's moment. You know, um, this is uh, we already saw him in the film with the nightmare scene, 
But this is kind of like our Justice League tease of like, yeah, we showed you the Flash earlier, but like get to really know Ezra Miller being the Flash and, yeah. and get to see him actually kind of use the speed force to, to run really fast. You know, really like kind of. Well, see, the CW Flash had just already been out for, I think, at least one season already. So people are already like, all right, so Grant Gus is already doing the Flash. We already know how he runs and everything. And we've already seen um, Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron. So, you know, when it comes to special effects in movies, and that's really what all this is about, is like, well, how do we, how, how is he going to run? Like, that always seems to be a question with the Flash. It's like, all right, you're putting him in the movie, but when he does run, like, that's got to be really cool, right? The special effects got to be top-notch. So this was the first time that we got to see how this Flash was going to be moving, quote-unquote, in the film. Like, yeah. And... Uh, how satisfied are you guys with uh, with this footage? Being that like this is like your flash tease for the Justice League film. I loved it. I still love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think so. I think it's just really clever. It's a clever way to buy time to get your production team together and to like fully work out how you want to do the Flash's powers. Right? Like mm-hmm. you need a whole team to work on that. You know, like full time to get that figured out for Justice League. So I thought this was a really clever way to like skirt it for a period of time and then do it right when you get to the Justice League movie. Yeah. Because of using the security camera footage, it's like those security cameras aren't taking enough frames per second to be able to capture anything about the Flash. So it's like a great way to put them side by side so you can see them see Barry here and then see Barry there and then he's back across the two, you know, shots of the security camera, which to me it's like reminiscent of an actual bank of security cameras like you're used mm-hmm. to seeing the like, oh, I've got four screens with the all the security cameras up. So it's like reminiscent of that layout. Um and he does this, you know, blur basically. So for me that was a cool way to just like emphasize the speed but have it come through these actual cameras that seem kind of like realistic, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean everything about this um uh, honestly, after you know seeing uh, you know the movie in theaters and seeing the whole nightmare scene and everything like that, I was thrilled over uh, Ezra's Flash. I was so excited. I love his hair in this minute. Mm-hmm. It's not like that later on that we see. But hey, you know what? Guys get haircuts. Big deal. But mm-hmm. like the look about him is so not your typical Barry Allen. I fell in love with it. It was just like yeah that's that's Barry now and it's like so different from Grant Gustin that it immediately like put halt to the argument of well why isn't Grant Gustin in this like what where is he what he's the flash he's Barry Allen mm-hmm. like, no come on like look at what you have it's actors portraying a character you can have anybody play anybody I like what they did with this Barry mm-hmm. yeah I mean he what I love most about it is that it's not they didn't go in saying like, I don't know, I, I'm not going to speak for them, but like to me it felt like they didn't go in saying, hey, it's a guy who runs really fast. Like I feel like they understand the whole speed force thing about the Flash to the point where they're like, all right, so there's going to be a lot of lightning because this dude is like manipulating space and time basically with the speed force. So it's like he does his quick little sh- thing between both cameras and upon returning then there's like just this 
aftermath of electricity going through the building like he's already done what he needed to do yeah and it's like the rest mm-hmm. of the complex is like still trying to catch up with like uh all that matter moved just in a like a split second and so in trying to recuperate like physics is just like freaking out at that point <laughs> like lightning is going throughout <laughs> the, the the convenience store and i think that's one of the coolest things that they did as far as special effects it was like listen don't worry about trying to make Ezra Miller look like he's running fast. Just have fun with the fact that he already did it. That's yeah. how fast yeah. his character is. Yeah. And and that is that's good thinking. That's good brainstorming on on special effects and I applaud that. Mm-hmm. Um it's good he, that they show his reaction to what's happening. You know, the guy holding up the cashier or whatever. Like he's it, it seems like it's a Barry Allen that's so comfortable within himself and his powers that he already knows what the outcome is going to be and he already knows he's won. Mm-hmm. It's like he looks up and it's like, you know, what, 8.30 at night or whatever. I don't know if that's eight minutes and 20, whatever it is. At whatever time of night, it's like he's just going to the store, grabbing a jar of milk or whatever that is. I think it's milk. And he's just like, oh, man, there's some ruckus and commotion. All right. And he just has this look on his face like, like, come on, guy. Like, really? Like, have you ever been like standing in line somewhere at a convenience store or whatever and someone's like <laughs> kind of causing a scene to the cashier or whatever that is and like your reaction is like really dude like come on do you really need to be this upset o- over what's going on when your scratch off tickets are not getting printed out or whatever you know it's like that look that Barry has is just like so comfortable that he knows what he's already gonna do mm-hmm. and it's just perfect um I love that the milk stays in one spot. <laughs> like that was one thing that I actually wanted to pause these few frames on and look like the milk. It, it turns a little bit. I never noticed like it, that. Yeah. It, it stays just there. there. It's just there. Like he already knows, like I don't have to carry this milk with me. I know I'm going to be mm-hmm. back in time to actually catch it. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's not even a, I've never a, noticed that. It's like, it doesn't even like occur to him that like that milk is just not going to be there in his hand when he gets back. It's just so, it's a good thing that they did. Ezra played this Barry so comfortable within his own shoes, pun intended, that it just works perfectly. Mm-hmm. He moves like from one camera to the other one. It almost like as you keep scrubbing back and forth, it just looks like he walks from one frame into the other one. Yeah. Like it's like some sort of Looney Tune character. Like it's just <laughs> so it's so fluid. It's like it's just like as soon as he's gone from one camera, he's in the other one. And it's he just gets it done. But yeah, I've never noticed that milk bottle just hovering there. That is so cool. Yeah. Just the little minor details. Just, yeah, just really cool. I I thought this was awesome. Um, can you I, still buy milk in bottles like that? Is that a thing or are they all just yeah, like plastic? Yeah, you can. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, like unpasteurized The good milk, milk is... What do you mean the good milk? <laughs> good milk comes in glass bottles. Go to Whole Foods, buy a good old glass of milk I always, always under the assumption that good milk comes in a, a yellow jug because it keeps the flavor in. That's what T.G. Lee tells you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're done with <laughs> I think I, I was going to comment, too, on the, the look of Barry Allen here. I also like the look of him because, to me, he seems like a regular guy. Like, if I saw him in a store, mm-hmm. I would just think that's a guy. I wouldn't think that's a superhero or a possible superhero. So the fact that he is a superhero walking around like that or at least has superpowers, you know, um, I think that's a, just a cool, unique take on it. Um, and then... For me, too, uh, I think it's awesome to see not just the use of his powers, but the fact that he's here at a store. It's like an everyday kind of experience. And so 
that places Barry Allen as like, oh, he can be like an everyday kind of hero who's just going around about his life, but he's helping people when it comes up. And I like how that puts him in one element, and then the other heroes are each in different elements. Like Aquaman, we'll see next, is like mm-hmm. in a very different environment than a store. And then like Cyborg is in a very like technological, scientific kind of environment. Yeah. So I like that. I think they were very thoughtful about what setting do we want to put them in, not just like what do we want to show them doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like they had to do it for Flash twice, though, because they had to do it with this movie and for Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it with the whole boomerang scene Yo, there, which was yeah. like essentially it's the same thing. It's not a security footage, but it's like from you know um, boomerang's point of view. Yeah, but it's the same. Uh, it's it's the same personality where he's like, "Here we go again." Yeah, like, exactly. Like, <laughs> he's got the suit on and everything, but it's still the same quick, fluid motion that mm-hmm. you see Barry just like, uh, and, then, and then boomerang's in jail. Like that's cool. Yeah. Who's boomerang? Is it Digger? Is that who? Is that who plays him in? Uh, yeah. Oh. Hark- Harkness, Digger, Harkness, Harkins, whatever. His name yeah, is. it's not the other guy. It's not his son, right? No, I don't remember. No, him. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Digger Harkness. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, and uh, I believe this is like this. This is like the hair that Ezra Miller has, anyways. Like he cut it for Justice League. I'm, I'm pretty sure because I remember all the photos being like, oh, if you wanted to see who was playing Flash, you would just pull up photos of Ezra Miller, and he always had long hair. Like, yeah, it was just who he was, and and so I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, I can't really imagine him as Barry Allen, I guess I'd have to see it when he actually starts filming and see how he looks. So it's really interesting that, and not surprising, excuse me, that Zack Snyder was like, no, nah, keep the long hair. It's cool. He had short hair in, I guess it was probably either, you know, through the filming of Justice League or maybe right before or whatever. There was a movie that came out where he, was, I can't remember what it was. He was like a administrative assistant to some business lady and maybe she tried to seduce him or something like that. Kind of like the graduate or whatever You're talking about that movie with Amy Schumer? Is that what it is? Yeah, seen the Amy Schumer movie? Yeah, he was. Yeah, then maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I, I haven't seen <laughs> it. The only tra- one that I knew him from was that Wallflower movie. He was in Trainwreck. I'm sorry, I know that. And that's what he w- and he had short hair. He had short that. hair. Do you think they were doing Justice League at all, or uh, I those timelines don't? I add really up? don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. But uh, yeah, I know he's had long hair for a bit uh, when they when they first cast him uh, for this film, um, and so it is cool to it's cool to play around with stuff like that where it's like, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's keep that. Let's, you know, let's, let's enjoy it for the moment. Cause you know, when Justice League comes around, you won't have it. You'll look more like traditional Barry Allen, I suppose. But like we can, we can rock with this. We can put you in some cool streetwear and just be typical Barry Allen, you know, somehow getting in the middle of some, uh, crime fighting. So I dig that. I think it's awesome. Um, and uh, so Diana's like <laughs> for, at a loss of words wondering what she's just looking at. Because I think um, there's got to be something in this demigoddess who goes, that's something I've seen before, right? I mean, I assume she probably was just like, yeah, yo, that's Hermes. Like, yeah. Like, what do you, how did he like, get that power? Like, how did, when did he meet up with whatever god, yeah. Mercury? Like, there's, like, is when there, did that happen? is she ever like, is that? Like, lo- like, should uh, like, I call Mercury and be like, hey, were you just in a store? Like, should I call my mother and be like, do I have relatives <laughs> in Central City? <laughs> yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. It seems like a lot of Diana's knowledge on that would probably be based off of, you know, her own powers and the gods and goddesses. If granting. I was, and I'm not, which I, I'm disappointed, but if I was related to the Greek god somehow and I saw that, mm-hmm. I would be <laughs> like, 
hey, we're... Do we're I know this guy? Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, yo, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Aquaman. When we see, uh, like, the trident, like, you, we'll save it. Save it for tomorrow, whatever. All right. Right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, right? There has to be something in, in Diana who goes... Because she has this... Even more, where, like, she's, like, with the photograph and going, oh, my God, I didn't even know this photo exists. Like, you know, yeah. does, what else does Lex Luthor know about me? And then you see that, and you go, not only does he have this information, which is more shocking, but on top of that, I've never seen someone with metahuman powers. Other than me? Other than, yeah, and then Superman. But Superman, she knows, is an alien. Yeah. But this is, like, okay, who are you? Yeah. And how have I not known about you? Yeah. Kind of thing. So it's just incredible. And I think uh, that's, I don't know if you guys talked about this on the last minute or not, because I haven't heard that one yet, but that also I think is why it does make sense to put these clips here. It's like some people complain that these clips break up the momentum from like the Batman v Superman fight starting. Like mm-hmm. like there's momentum going to that fight and then it's interrupted by Diana just opening this email. Um, but I think it makes sense to have it here because of what you're just saying. Like Diana needs to see that there's actually more metahumans out there and she has to start like processing this in her mind because that's going to factor into her joining the doomsday fight. I don't think if, if she hadn't seen that this is actually like a new era of metahumans and that there's other metahumans out there and that not only are they out there, but like Lex Luthor knows about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that factors into her saying like, you know what? It might actually be time for me to like get back into the action like publicly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Otherwise she probably would have just saw the doomsday thing. and just like, Oh, I guess it, that alien's causing a ruckus again in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She, and she, uh, she in the in the next in the Justice League film, she after seeing this kind of footage, it it helps her step up and and be one of those people that wants to form this team. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just if Bruce had all this information and he was like, yeah, I'm putting together a team, and she has no idea what you're you know who you're mm-hmm. talking about or where they are and stuff like that. It's like this is her getting the resources and then her saying, I wanna I wanna bring these people together. I yeah. wanna do the right thing now. For sure. And it's like, that's just giving her the tools and seeing what she does with it. And that's that's great. Instead of Bruce just being like, yeah, be part of this team too. You can fight people. And it's like, yeah, she becomes a leader just by seeing the potential that's out there. Um, but that's pretty much it for me. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else for a minute 121? No, I think I'm all tapped out. Uh, the only other thing I was going to say is I like the drums, uh, like the Wonder Woman drums that come in. They just have a lot of energy, like momentum to them. So for me, I get like excited when they kick in. The drums are great. The guitar, I could take it. Nate is I'm so not a big fan. Guitar. I, I just don't really like the guitar for the Wonder Woman theme. I mean, oh, the cello, you mean? Electric cello. cello. Electric cello. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The drums are phenomenal. They're fantastic. I do get excited. It's like, ooh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it, it makes me feel like I'm playing a Need for Speed game. And I don't know if that's like Get a it, bad thing. Get it, this is a flash minute. Oh, yeah. There yeah, you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. But yeah. Yeah, drums on point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I do like the electric cello. So before you guys come at me, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and toolmedia.com. And don't forget, we have Patreon as well for $5 a month. You get bonus content. Nate and I review comic books. We just reviewed uh, Transformers vs. G.I. Joe, but we've also covered the first volume of Injustice and Doom Patrol. 
who is eventually going to show up in that Titan show. So if you want to know who they are, uh, we're still trying to figure that out as well, right? <laughs> um, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.